Hello again, this is Neil Grant, author of the book, Words of Wisdom from a Christian Mentor, Practical, Real-Life, and Holistic Advice for the Graduate Transitioning into Adulthood. The book will finally be available in May for purchase from my website, newgradadvice.com, or from Amazon and other book retailers. I am in the series on personal finances, and my last two podcasts provided tips on buying your first home and then buying a vehicle. Today's topic is the last in this series related to your financial life and presents the topic of giving back and being generous. This can be a difficult topic for many young people who are simply struggling to make a living and possibly starting to build up some equity in the bank. As part of your learning process of how to manage your money, there is one aspect that may not enter your thinking process as you are trying to save as much money as possible. This is giving back and being generous with the money you have earned. While it's wrong to look at others who have more than you and be envious, it is right to look around at those who have less and see how the blessings you have been given can become a blessing to others. The Bible says that all we have is a gift from God, so it is not really ours but on loan to us. Therefore, it behooves us to use our money and talents wisely, all to bring glory to God. So how can we do that? We do it by making sure that we return a portion of what we earn to further the kingdom of God. The word tithe is used in the Bible many times, especially in the Old Testament, saying that we should give back 10% to the Lord and it should be the first amount we earn and not the leftovers. What's the basic message of this podcast? Be generous to God and others and you in turn will be blessed. Let's take a look at financial giving. That said, Christians give back. Do Christians give back the full 10% of their earnings? Here here are some statistics. Tithers make up only 10 to 20% of the normal church congregation. And of those, three quarters of them give over and above that amount. 30% of the regular church attendees and evangelicals don't give money to the church. If every Christian tithed 10%, religious organizations would have another $150 billion available for ministry each year. That's from the Health Research Funding Institute. 29% of all charitable donations go to religious groups like churches. Christians these days only give about 2.5% of their income. Religious people are 25% more likely to donate money to a charity than others. Self-identified non-religious people give less money to organizations who help the poor. So what does the Bible say about giving? 2 Corinthians 9, 6-8 Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly, so in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Luke 21, 1-4, as Jesus looked up, he saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury. He also saw a poor widow put in two very small copper coins. Truly, I tell you, he said, the poor widow has put in more than the others. All of these people gave their gifts out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in all that she had to live on. Proverbs 3, 9-10, Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits all you produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. You know, that said, 
there is the name it and claim it crowd out there that promise if you give enough and you have enough faith, you will be significantly rewarded. Be wary of this doctrine, as that is not the essence of the biblical message. God has given guidelines for giving back part of what we earn, yet many people do not feel, uh, feel obliged to do that. Some give only what is left over at the end of the month or give what they feel is sufficient. As the vast majority of people in America are not Christians, the amount of giving to the church by those not saved and do not regularly attend church is minimal and does not come near the 10% prescribed by the Bible. However, many people give to charities and causes of their choice, whether it be religious in nature or otherwise, and that's part of being generous. So what is generosity? Generosity is the, first, the virtue of giving good things to others freely and abundantly. What exactly the generous give can be various things, money, possessions, time, attention, aid, encouragement, emotional stability, and plenty more. So what attributes influence generosity? Feelings of empathy, compassion, and other emotions can motivate us to help others. Certain personality traits as humility and agreeableness are associated with increased generosity. A person's values, morals, and sense of identity can also modify how willingly they engage in generous acts. Many studies investigating the link between generosity and psychological well-being have zeroed in on happiness specifically. What popular culture may imply that happiness comes from focusing on yourself? Research suggests the opposite. Happiness does not come from so focusing on yourself. Being generous can make you happier. That said, Christians will realize all the joy that they have through faith in Jesus. Research on the connection between giving to others and happiness suggests that giving to help people satisfy their basic needs results in the most happiness for the giver. People are happiest when their giving is coupled with a social connection, where you are spending time with the person. Another impetus for giving is knowing how their donation will be used. Outside of giving to our church, one criteria we also use is how careful organizations are with the money received and their transparency when accounting for the funds received. Generosity also has benefits for interpersonal relationships. People intuitively understand that maintaining close relationships often requires acts of generosity and sacrifice. And research bears this out, especially for romantic relationships, where one party feels a willingness to sacrifice for the other, thus reinforcing the relationship. Regardless of what statistics show and why people give, God has told us to give from our abundance and whether the general population is financially generous or not, we are to give back to the Lord for the advancement of his kingdom. Giving over and above your tithe. As noted above, is quite common for those who tithe to give more to various religious and personal causes. You are truly blessed if your heart leads you to do this. You seriously need to consider giving all you can and then receive God's richest blessing. Let's talk about things besides money. Giving of your time, volunteering. What many people and organizations need is your time. While this may be impossible due to your work or home schedule or your deteriorating health, there are many who can give of themselves and their time and energy. 
To do this, you have to overcome the built-up inertia of generally staying home or simply being inactive. You need to intentionally find a place that needs your help for the day and time you are available, where you can be an active contributor to a worthy cause, and also utilizing your God-given talents. Searching for local charities, working at the church, or helping church-sponsored organizations will all contribute to the community and the Lord in one way or another. When I retired, one of the seven intentional aspects of my retirement plan was to give back to the community with my time and talents. With a preference for giving to the church, there has been almost a decade now where I have been doing this. While they are very appreciative of my efforts, I've been truly blessed by this work. One thing that I have really enjoyed is that my interaction with the workers and volunteers at the Second Mile Mission Center near Houston, Texas, it has expanded my sphere of influence. And I met one of the young men I mentor as a result of working there. Most retired people, and especially engineers like myself, are content to stay home with minimal interaction with others but it's not God's will for them to do not to not use their talents to help others. Interestingly, a study that analyzed data from a national representative sample of over a thousand Americans over the age of 65 found that volunteering on a part-time basis was associated with a longer and more enjoyable life. A number of these studies have found that religious individuals spend time more so than non-religious peoples and attending religious services has frequently been reported as a strong predictor of volunteering, giving you time of prayer. It simply isn't possible for some people to make time on a regular basis to help others with their money or their time. But don't discount the value of regular prayer time can have to further God's kingdom. Prayer is a valuable tool in helping others as God will answer the prayers of the righteous. So this is a short podcast, and what is the takeaway message? Remember, it's more important to give than to receive, and you will be in God's will if you make giving a personal priority. Giving can be financially, time, and or prayers, and you can be the best judge of how you can give. But in all aspects, be generous, and you will be blessed. Well, that's all for now. I hope this short podcast has been useful and insightful for you. My next podcast will start the section relating to your corporate and business life, and I will start by going into the details of preparing your resume. Please visit my soon-to-be-launched website, newgradadvice.com, for more info about the book and services offered. Bye for now, and thank you so much for listening.